BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Conversations with Olivia Jade, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey everyone, it's Olivia Jade. Welcome back to another episode of Conversations. Today's episode, I have a very, very wonderful, smart, special guest, and she is the founder of Set Active, which if you guys follow me, you know I wear their workout gear all the time. I'm in it right now. I worked out in it this morning. It's my life. I'm obsessed. So I'm so excited to have her on. And with that being said, please welcome Lindsay Carter. Hello, hello. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you. Do you like my jacket? Yes. Honestly, I was going to wear set too. And I was like, I probably like. I'm in full set. Just so you know, right now, also in shorts, the bra, the whole night. Oh my God. No, I'm obsessed. And we're sending you some new stuff, right? I think I'm so excited. Stuff's coming on the way. Yeah. Thank you so much because I'm not exaggerating when I say I've probably bought over 20 pairs of your workout gear. Like, um, we'll stop buying it. We'll send it I, to you. I'm happy to support, but I'm like a diehard fan. When they told me, they were like, do you want Lindsay on the podcast? I was like, please. I really want to know everything. Oh my God. So I'm just you're really so excited cute. you're here. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, of course. I'm so excited. Should we just dive right in? Yeah. It's, it's weird for me to be on the opposite end because I also host a podcast. Yeah. So I'm like kind of excited to be in the hot seat rather than hosting because I get awkward sometimes. I do so. too. So if you want to take over at any point, feel free. <laughs> I don't mind. Um, but will you give a little background as to who you are for the listeners that don't know? 
Yeah. Um, so I'm Lindsay Carter. I am soon to be a mom of two. Um, I own set active. I started it like four and a half years ago. Um, I started it with no experience in the active industry or fashion world. Um, I went to school to be a kindergarten teacher and now I have an office in Beverly Hills with over 30 employees. Wow. So when you say you had no experience in activewear, what made you want to start this then? Um, it's kind of a loaded question, mm -hmm. but I, so after college, I got a job at NBC Universal and then I dabbled in social media back then. I say back then as if like, I'm, you know, a dinosaur, <laughs> but back then in my world, social media was just kind of like a popping off. Like no one really was using it. No one really used it for marketing or anything like that. And I had told my bosses at NBC Universal, I was like, I really think that we should be marketing these shows on social media. Like no one's doing that, but there's all these personalities on social. And that's where I found my love for branding and social media. And I say this story because I think it's such an important part of how I started set. Yeah. Um, and then from there, I went to a trending forecasting agency um, where I did social media and branding and marketing. And I basically wrote reports on how to create a cult-like brand. Um, and then from there, I was like, you know what? I want to take what I know and apply it to like myself. And I had my own social media marketing branding agency called LA Social, where I did like I blew brands up wow. for people. Um, and then I was like, why am I giving everyone my ideas? Yeah, <laughs> I should do my own thing. So I was sitting at Alfred on Melrose place and everyone was wearing active wear in and out of the coffee shop, but no one looked like they were cute, cute people, but like no one looked put together. Like no one looked street style right. active wear, you know, no one was doing it at the time. Um, Aloe was really focused on like yoga mm -hmm. and Lulu was focused on exercise and Gymshark was focused on like full on like weightlifting weight training, in the gym. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, there's no one who's like focusing on the in-between of being active while staying active. Yeah. Essentially. Totally. So I was like, I'm going to do it. So I did it. <laughs> so smart. You like found the missing thing in the market and created it yourself. And I have to say it's, it honestly is so comfortable too. And I, feel like anytime I don't know what to wear, I'm constantly reaching just for one of my set sets because it looks so chic and put together like you're saying. Um, so I have a question that I've been wondering and I love to ask this to people that have started their own businesses or are entrepreneurs in any sense of the word. If you're a young girl or a young boy and you're sitting at home and you don't have the connections or maybe necessarily some of the resources that some people may have and you really want to start a line, what would your advice be? And where did you kind of start and say, okay, this is what I want to do. This is the first step I'm taking. And obviously you can share as much as you want without giving too much of your secrets and whatever, but I am curious. It's honestly really not a secret. I, there's so many different ways to start a brand. Um, first of all, talk about it. Tell your friends, tell your family, friends, talk to your parents, ask if they know anyone, because you would be so surprised who has connections where, mm -hmm. and everyone has this like 
taboo thought, like they don't want to ask for help or, you know, whatever it might be, but you'd be so surprised who's willing to just connect you to someone to start a conversation. Um, and then also Google is your best friend. I literally Googled seamless activewear, Los Angeles. I already had my business plan in my head and I had it written up and it was like this whole social media pitch. Um, of how I was going to market it and like why they should partner with me because a lot of factories and manufacturers require minimums. And so unless you're like willing to hit their minimum, they're probably not going to work with you. But when I was willing to like prove and show the growth to them and say like, this is what I, this is the reach I have, and this is how I'm going to do it they're more willing to listen and sort of negotiate with you. Um, everyone's willing to negotiate. Um, and then also there's services. Um, I, I'm not like a master in sourcing, but I did post on my TikTok with our head of production resources that if you did want to start your own clothing brand or anything like that, there are resources or websites that lead you to the right contacts, depending on what it is that you want to start. Um, but I would really say the first steps that you should take are first understand what it is that you're building, be passionate about it, because if you're not passionate about it, it's not going to take off. It's not going to go anywhere. And don't fake your passion about mm-hmm. it. Really be passionate about it and ask yourself, can you do this every single day for the rest of your life, even the hard days? Right. And if the answer is still yes, then go to the next step and keep going to that next step as long as you're answering yourself yes. Okay, great advice. I love that. Can we backtrack a little bit about kind of maybe some like marketing hacks that you've discovered or what's worked really well for you and why you think it's worked really well? Yeah. Um, marketing is so broad. So it really depends on what the product is that you're marketing. The first thing you need to understand in any marketing position, whether you're working at an agency, marketing for your own brand, marketing for someone else's brand is know your audience. Mm. You have to understand who you're selling to, what their interests are, what they like, what they don't like. And then you have to trial and error your marketing plan. So for set specifically, they need to be educated on new styles, new products, different things like that, because then they feel they get like anxiety if they're not understanding the function Mm. of the new, the new style that we're doing. Um, I would definitely say the first step, any marketing hack one-on-one is know your audience, know who you're marketing to, you know, it's, if you don't understand your audience, then you're not going to be able to tell the story, which is hack number two, tell a story. You need to be able to talk to your audience and let them understand, like, why are you doing this? Why did you decide to come out with this style dress? How does this dress make a difference in your day? What's Mm. different about it? Um, And then I think, and a lot of people might either agree or disagree with this, but tip number three is transparency. Mm. I think that's like what set, no pun intended, what set set apart (laughs) from other brands is our transparency. You know, if we've up and there was a production mistake, we say it. If something's delayed in our warehouse, we announce it. Um, I think that would definitely be hack number three. 
Love that. I feel like, yeah, that is a huge thing. And I also think like there's something to be said for the fact that I knew who you were before meeting you or I like had a face to put to the brand head sort of. And like, I think that's really helpful as well because you feel like a like there's a personal connection there, just another like young woman or something of that regard, I think is helpful to not only sales, but just to make the consumer feel like, oh, this is like a legitimate, trustworthy, like wholesome brand also, um, which I think is amazing. And I also just feel like it can be probably, I'd imagine I've never started a company, but really difficult when something comes back fucked up, like you said, or there was a mistake. And have you had, I mean, I'm sure you guys have been around for a few years now, like any major, no pun intended, but like setbacks. Um, right now we're currently going through something. So I think the biggest lesson that I've learned in business in general is that not only are there going to be like problems externally, you know, with production and manufacturing, but internally managing your employees, understanding their personalities, um, creating a like company culture where people want to wake up and come to work every day and then dealing with people who aren't in the right, you know, positions. It, it affects the company externally. Having the wrong talent in the wrong positions can really fuck up your company. Mm. And that's something that we're dealing with now. So we're going through our second restructure. We're trying to find the right talent. We're poaching people. We're doing really hardcore interviews. Um, By talent, do you mean people that work on the set active team or you mean like social media presence that you like want to work with? No, no, no. Influencers talent meaning like employees like people who work on this on like the set active Got team it. um you know so many people can like talk the talk but they cannot walk the walk mm-hmm. they cannot execute and it can really 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 like fuck up a company yeah. um and then also like obviously there's production issues our whole thing are colors and like wearing matching colors um with your sweats or your basics or your active and we had a color for montana that was really hard to like get it to match and so it it's delayed and we had to be like okay we got to get the pdps ready which is the product description pages that you see on websites we have to say like this item's not shipping till this date Ooh. you have to alert the whole team you have to like let social media know because they want to know when they're getting their stuff right um so like problems like that happen all the time yeah I'm sure. and then I would say like the other hardest part of like being a business owner is that so many people think they know how to run your business. Um, there's people who hide behind social media accounts or, you know, someone commented on our TikTok saying like, this color is just the same as matcha. I'm like, really? Because you sat <laughs> and opened our Pantone book and picked the Pantone <laughs> color yourself. And you know, for a fact that we just took that color and I'm just like sitting there. And I had this conversation with a friend last night at dinner and I was like, would they say that to someone's face? No, no. They sit behind. Don't even get like, me started on this one, Lindsay. No, it's mind blowing to me what some of these people do behind a phone screen. I'm just like the audacity because they know how to run a multi-million dollar company. Yeah. Maybe I should bring them in and let them do it for a week. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. 
Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. I have a question. This is so random, but I feel like one of the trickiest things to do with anything like legging material or just like tight and a mixture of a light color creates a camel toe or like something that's unflattering. And I feel like with all the workout gear I've purchased from you guys, that doesn't happen. Is that because of the material? Is there like a double layer situation happening? How do you avoid that? Um, Get yourself a good tech packer. Um, <laughs> no, but really, there's something called. Well, all of our all of our leggings now don't have a front seam. They have the back seam that you know flatters your butt, mm-hmm. but there's no front seam that gives you that camel toe. I think it just depends. Obviously, everyone's like bottom half is created differently. Right. Um, understanding an inseam, so like the line that would go in the front and like how that measures is also really important for camel toe. And so getting that inseam like perfect will make a huge difference in any active wear. Um, However, we took out our front seam to alleviate the camel toe situation. Um, It also depends like what underwear you're wearing under your leggings. Um, Some, I mean, consult with your doctor when I say this, but some gynecologists say like you're not supposed to wear underwear with your leggings because it's like a double added 
like bacteria layer. So that might help or not help with camel toe. (laughs) Try Um, it out. Let us know. Yeah. Try it out. (laughs) Let us know. And we also came out with seamless underwear Mm. to like mitigate what camel toe does. Um, and it's like, we're finally bringing it back. We had a production issue with them and it was our best, like one of our best selling products. So I'm excited that underwear is coming back because that helps with camel toe. That's huge. When you first started, like backtrack a little bit more, were you immediately using a factory or like a shipping warehouse or were you, when you first began like shipping things yourself, how, how much help did you have? Like what was the really early stage looking like? Um, the really early stage is probably exactly what you imagine a young entrepreneur's life to look like. Um, it was me and Nikki Shea, who was my first employee. And we looked like Santa Claus every day with like plastic bags full of orders over my <laughs> shoulder. My whole apartment, my poor husband, who's now my husband at the time, but was my boyfriend then fiance, basically had to live in this box lined apartment with me of like you know, container store boxes labeled with sizes and colors and then production boxes. I'm talking lined from the floor to the ceiling, every crevice of my apartment. Um, And so me and Nikki were shipping out orders every single day. Um, I remember like burying Nikki in the orders. Like one day when we got a ton and it was like, bye Nikki. And she like pops up from the orders. (laughs) Um, That's cute. And then we graduated to my family friend's house, her guest house. She like had it as an office um, and we shipped orders from there because we needed more space. Yes, ma'am. And then we worked for my dining room um, up until two and a half years ago, I would say. Um, we crowded my dining room table once I hired on more employees. I think at one point I had 10 employees at my dining room table. And then we were like, okay, it's time for an office. And that was year three that we got an office. So for three years, I worked for my dining room table and my house. That's some serious hustle. I respect that on so many levels. That's amazing. What was like the trickiest thing within that? Um, I would say keeping up with the growth, um, teaching myself things that I am not good at, like Shopify and inventory mm-hmm. and customer service. Oh my God, I learned so quickly that I could never work on a customer service team like ever. Did you um, have to deal with that? Like when if things weren't going or if like an order didn't ship or somebody didn't receive something, were you personally in the beginning messaging these people back being like, I'm so sorry, what was your order number? Da, 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 da. Oh yeah. I mean, even on launch day, I don't even think we had a customer service email set up. Like it was, it was mayhem. Like it was crazy. Um, and I learned quickly that I have little patience for rude people Mm. and people tend to get very rude over customer service. I understand the frustration of like spending money on something and not receiving it. And you know, the long list of reasons, but you don't need to be rude. And I was like finding that I, didn't have tolerance for that. But Nikki is so patient and so kind and she was really good at it. So I kind of like put that on her plate. Um, And then, you know, that goes into just like knowing your employees and always hiring for your weaknesses because um, that's what's going to move a company forward in the end. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, we did all of the customer service. That was definitely one of the hardest things. Um, And then just like things that I didn't know, like I, you had to put 
package weights. And I'm like, well, I don't know how much this package weighs. Like, what am I supposed yeah, to put I in Shopify? Do that. Um, there's things that you learn along yeah. the way. And so I think that's like my biggest piece of advice that I try to tell people is like, take it step by step. Yeah. Things are going to pop up. You can Google, you can ask a friend, right. like you'll figure it out as long as you take it step by step. Just don't get ahead of yourself. Totally. How many sets did you guys release when you first started? Um, so it was only one active fabric, which was our Sculptflex fabric. It's that buttery seamless fabric that um, we came out with. And then we came out with four colors. Um, and then I think it was two style tops and then biker shorts. Actually, biker shorts didn't come until a little bit later. And then the legging. And then um, it was, we kind of dominated like the limited edition aspect for the first year. Mm. Um, at the time, like no one was really doing drop model businesses. Like they were, but it was like Supreme, like really, right. you know, coveted brands that either were like known for like the lines on Fairfax and things right, like right, that. Right. And there wasn't really a D to C brand, or at least maybe I just was. I'm naive and I have no idea, but I didn't know of a DTC brand that was doing drop model. Um, and so that's sort of how we went about doing things. And we don't do any wholesale. Um, I won't do it. This might be a really dumb question, but what is a drop model? What does that mean? Drop model means that it doesn't stay in stock. So you like have a limited edition collection, you drop it, and then you do a new drop Got a it. couple weeks later, a month later, whatever your cadence that you want is. And that's not a dumb question. That's okay. a very fair question. <laughs> so it just like makes it a little bit more enticing maybe for the consumer. Like I have to have that before it is out of there. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, 
features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Obviously, we talked a little bit in the beginning about marketing and how important that was. But before you guys launched your product, did you have a marketing plan in place that you guys were posting? Like, this is a new brand set active drops this day. And did you build like a little bit of a social media following for the brand before launching it? Or when you launched it, then did you guys really go like balls to the wall with promotion? Yeah. So actually we never ran ads, um, for set. I started like an Instagram page and had a mood board going, but on my personal Instagram, which is something I still do on my personal Instagram was I was posting samples. I was posting teasers. I had all of my friends come over and try on samples and then they were posting about it. And then their friends were like, where is that from? So I call it my digital word of mouth like marketing strategy because I I had everyone and anyone come over. Like I would have a pizza party when it was sample night and all of the sample boxes would arrive and all of my friends would take mirror selfies and like, just be like this, these leggings are insane. Or, you know, I, I posted reviews on my Instagram and this was all through my personal Instagram. And then I started selling the samples on my Instagram very transparently. I was like, this is a sample. Mm. It might not fit perfectly. This is my Venmo. Whoever secures it gets it. And I sold out of all my samples. Wow. Um, so yeah, I like did a set active mood board because I knew I needed a home base for these people to follow once my friends started posting about it. Yeah. Um, and I needed to keep the momentum going of the chatter about the brand. Um, but I will say that what I intended for to start set active and what it is today has changed, has pivoted. Um, that's always going to happen in, in business. If it's not pivoting and it's not, you know, like staying the same, like, or changing, right. then something's wrong. Right. Like you're, it's never going to succeed. Right. So that's amazing. And would you say that you intended to expand into, um, like, different types of product, not just workout. Cause obviously I'm in like a hoodie and I know you guys have like the comfy shorts and the cute, like quarter zips. And was that always a part of the plan? Or are you saying like kind of similar to what you just had said? Like, no, that wasn't initially what you had in mind, but you just kind of like grow and evolve and see what the people want. Um, I mean, it, I always knew that the sky was the limit in, in terms of, you know, expanding into new categories. That's why the one mistake I did make was 
not doing just set on Instagram and just, and doing set active because I did know that I was going to expand eventually. I didn't know how hard it was going to be to get an Instagram handle later on. Um, but it's okay. I mean, as long as it's still staying true to the idea of why set was created, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, but I actually started set. I wanted it to be like a subscription box. Um, (laughs) I don't know how to explain it. Do you know, do you know who Nicole Rogers is? She's friends with like Devin and I love her. I love her so much. She's the best. So Nicole actually in the early days, like helped me get set started. Um, and she, her and Devin have this like tattoo right here. It's like three hearts. That was going to be the set logo. I don't even, I can't explain why. Don't (laughs) ask why. Um, I have like a denim custom jacket with that logo on it. Cause I was like, look how cool the set logo. It's just this like heart. Just hearts. Um, yeah, it was. I don't listen. I don't know what I was. I love thinking, it, but I was very <laughs> stoked about it. Um, and then it was going to be a subscription box of like everything you need to like jumpstart your workout, even if you didn't want to go to the gym. So it was going to be like a subscription box of oh, like a cute. water bottle, a jump rope, a set, and like something else. And then it just cont- like every creative meeting we had leading up to production and the launch, it just evolved and yeah. changed and it completely changed the business model. And I like called my dad and I was like, I need an investor. Like I need to, st- I need, I need this much. And yeah. he was like, how do you know you need this much money? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> so he's like, okay, let me, let me connect you with my friend Chet. He like does investments and stuff. And he knew exactly what he was doing when he connected me to this guy. Mm-hmm. And I called Chet. And Chet's asking me all these hard questions. I start crying because I have no idea what the hell he's asking me. And I was like, I can't start this company. I don't have an investment. And I I didn't start set with an investment. I started set with my own investment of $20,000 credit card debt. Um, so, yeah. Stop. Wow. I'm, I'm no longer in debt. But yeah. yes. <laughs> Wow. I know. That's wild. Did you ever run into like any problems when you like, did you ever have too many sets that wouldn't sell? And then what do you do with those? Or was that never an issue? Because I know that's a thing for some companies. Listen, we can only predict what colors are going to do well and what aren't. Like we had a drop, maybe it was last year where pinks just weren't selling. Pink Mm -hmm. was not a good color. And then when we decided we were picking our Montana colors. This had to be like eight months ago when we were picking our Montana colors that drops tomorrow. Allie was like, I really want to do a baby pink. Like we should do one. I was like, the pinks don't sell. And now pink is, is like, people are so excited about pink that we think it's going to be the number one seller tomorrow. But um, sometimes we get our predictions wrong. Like what we think is going to be a fire color ends up being the least seller, like the least selling color that we do. So you have to get creative. We put it on, whether it's a sale or, um, we market it differently. You just, you just got to get creative. I know for like, for example, our shorty suit, it's a unitard that's like in short version, um, wasn't selling. We almost discontinued it. Like it just was not selling. And then one day this girl, I think she bought it or we, we must, I don't know if we gifted it to her or she bought it. I'm almost positive. She bought it. Cause the whole office was like, what's going on? Like the shorty suit selling out on the website. 
And she posted a TikTok video, I think just like talking about the shorty suit and it, it went viral wow. and the shorty suits are num- one of our number one selling products. And we were this close to discontinuing it. It's crazy. The power of social media. And if it just has a little buzz or something that looks like appealing, it's, it's really so insane, which I think comes back down to marketing. But I think now more than ever, especially with TikTok and Instagram, but especially TikTok, because the amount of times I see a girl or even sometimes a boy like post a fashion video and say where their stuff is from, you bet my first thing I'm doing is like quitting out, buying the same thing. It's, it's really wild the impact it has. Um, I don't want to keep you for too long. I know you're very busy. Do you have anything upcoming besides, I know you have a collection dropping tomorrow, as you've said, that's really exciting, but anything else that you want to share that is in the brand's future? Um, it depends what gets the people excited for me, what gets me, and I'm going to sound like such a mom when I say this word, but what gets me super jazzed is creative and campaigns and how we market things. Um, our black Friday campaign and what we're doing next year creatively, I haven't seen a brand do before. So I'm excited to like tell that story. We locked ourselves in the, in the conference room on Friday, me, our creative director, and um, my best friend, Nicholas, who used to work at set. And for hours, we just creatively planned out um, next year. And I'm, I like pitched it to the team yesterday and then after on Friday. And they were like, jaws were on the floor. They're like, holy shit, this is going to be epic. Um, so I'm really excited That's about so exciting. the that we have coming. And I'm really excited about some new styles. We have like long sleeve uh, rompers coming. We have new style dresses coming. Um, we have a flare onesie coming with spaghetti straps. Like we're just getting really creative with what we're putting out there in terms of product. We have swim coming next year, men's coming next year, bunch of collaborations and new categories. So yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so exciting. Well, congratulations on all your success. I can only see it going up from here. I am truly a diehard fan. I'm obsessed with your brand. And um, yeah, thank you so much for sharing some wisdom. I know this will help so many people listening that are feeling either uninspired or don't know where to start when creating their own company. It helped me. So I appreciate you so much. You know that if you ever need anything or have any questions or want to start your own thing, you know, I'm here to help. So, um, thanks for having me on. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming on. Good luck with baby number two. (laughs) Bye. Thank you. No one likes to talk about money. Am I saving enough? Can I buy a house? Am I paying too much in taxes? Will I be able to retire? What if you could unlock insights about your finances in less than five minutes with a clear picture of where you stand today and where your money can work harder? Now you can. Visit facet.com to take the free quiz and get your financial wellness score today. That's F-A-C-E-T.com. This ad is sponsored by Facet. Facet Wealth Incorporated is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.